Okay, so I'm bad. I have a tendency to like chat and chat before we get into like the meat and yeah, I like that. of the podcast. I like that. Uh, but I'm going to go straight to it with the hard-hitting question that everybody wants to know, which is... Are my teeth real? <laughs> that was it. Uh, Partially. Go on. The real question is, I know you guys are opening up a new location. Yeah. Uh, I want to know where it is and when it is that you're opening this thing. Okay. So the when we're aiming for possibly um the public doesn't know that yet but we're just aiming for like and the location will be okay not gonna lie courtney didn't really tell me anything there yeah Uh, it is still a state secret and truthfully even if she wanted to tell me i didn't want to know because i'm horrible at keeping secrets it'd be all over my twitter my 10 followers immediate post (laughs) facebook profile update this is a live podcast actually uh no, no no but i know you guys are legit opening up a new location yeah Super exciting yeah i'm um, stoked people stay tuned follow lost cycle to see when all that goodness is going to happen yeah um, but there are some things that i think you can talk about that i want to know yeah which is uh when you guys like teased your location um you talked about a new program that you're offering offering as well yeah uh which is more of like a more of like a strength component sort, yeah. of, uh, sort of thing. So can you elaborate a little yeah. bit on that? Yeah, so our new class that we're offering, and I guess new modality in general, is called Off the Bike, which is like a baby that has been brewing for the past <laughs> like two years, yeah. like maybe all through COVID. And um, my training manager and myself, uh, Shannon, we were, we've been working on OTB uh, basically, since all of COVID, we were running a, pr- a class called Ride and Core uh, even before COVID, which was half on the bike, half off. And it's strength movements that are all still to the beat of the music. So you might be doing lunges or squats or slow modified burpees, but it's all to the beat. So nice. you still get that flow. You're using primarily your body weight strength and you're holding things a little bit longer, uh, a lot of pulsing. So it takes uh influence from pilates maybe from dance as well uh from traditional strength so it's basically encompassing all these different modalities into one and the important thing is it's all on the beat so you're still getting that lost feel that you get on a bike but now you're on a mat and you're using your own body to move we are going to have some small weights um but the cool thing is is that you get to really see how strong you are just using your own body weight and actually probably surprise yourself at how sore you (laughs) can be just from using your own body um it's an experience. I mean, Lost is in itself and OTB is no different from that. We really took the concept of the ride where you're getting lost in the music and you're just letting go and you're just vibing. And we put that into a mat, which is why it, it cool. took us so long to get here. Um, we wanted to make sure it's perfect. And even coming up with the name, we're like, what do we call this? Like Lost <laughs> Strength? Lost, like, what is yeah. it? And we kept saying like, when we work on our off the bike class. So eventually I, I was just like, I think it's just called off the bike and this is the most obvious way to describe it and i think this will be great for people that are looking to get into some strength but not intimidating no equipment yet Mm -hmm. it's like the step into that world that's cool yeah is there okay 
Is there a song? You down with OTP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> I think that's OPP. <laughs> it is. But we can I make it another OTP. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, there you go. You can have that theme song. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So there is, like, in that class, um, yeah. there, there will be no sort of bike component. It is no fully bike. off the bike. You're just on a mat, and you're cool. using, like, we're going to have minimal weights, um, but a lot of it would be, like, a series, kind of like what yeah. you'd see in Pilates. So you might have a leg series where everything's on one side, it's all to the beat, and then you know you got to get to that other side. But it's to the music, so there's something that music does for us, as we know, that just, like, gives us that extra oomph yeah. and, like, allows us to you know, dig a little deeper, give it 10 more seconds. And OTB kind of allows you to to use that um, to really tap into like, oh my God, I'm feeling this song. Like, yeah, yeah. I can I can <laughs> kick that leg a few more times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's I think it'll be a vibe. Like I I love teaching it. I love taking it. And yeah. I just I hope that everyone sees how awesome it That's is. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean even just with us, right? Like although we're mostly strength and conditioning a big portion of our strength bits, especially for people that are newer, yeah. is just body weight stuff. Like you yeah. don't need to incorporate weights right away. No. Especially if, you know, if, if this is being released to your existing membership, maybe they're not used to that sort of training yet. Like yeah. that's, I think, a really, really good way to introduce them to that. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, geeking out on it, which makes me happy and I've never really thought of it until you are saying, going to the beat, there's actually like a built-in tempo with how people are moving yes and totally tempo is something we talk a lot about where it's like time under tension or tut um if you're going to the beat you can't be well you can rest obviously you take it at your own pace but yeah you know if you're trying to follow around like you're you know and you're going to the beat and you're squatting or whatever yeah. like, there's a lot of time under tension yeah and uh yeah i think that's gonna it's gonna there's, kick people's ass in a good way it will it will and there's like something about moving to the beat that when you're when you're doing a timer and you're like you have 30 seconds left go 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 um you're waiting for that timer right so that's your indication that like all right i'm done with this for yeah. a second but in otb you're you're following the music's pattern so in a way like yeah of course like stop stop when you need to rest come back into it it'll still be there yeah but there's something when you're like moving to the beat and you know the music and you're like, I can feel that this song is almost done. Yeah. Like I can push just to the end. Yeah. There's something about the music that I think just complements it and helps give people that push. Definitely, definitely. We uh, we have like a um, a Christmas Eve workout tradition, which is our warm up is always doing burpees to um, uh, Jingle Bell Rock. So okay. every time they say jingle, you have to drop and do a burpee. So it's like if people think of how that's oh how it goes, gosh. it's like it's literally just two minutes of doing straight burpees. I would but, die. Yeah, but it's like it's fun, right? Like people yeah. are like, oh my God, this is ridiculous, but in yeah. a fun way. So that's the thing. When you can make something that's like at face value hard, and yeah. we don't deny it. When even in our ride classes, we're like, we know this isn't easy. Like yeah. we're not, we're not marketing it being like the easiest class you could ever do. <laughs> Come on, you know, like yeah. we know it's hard. So the music, it's like, focus on the music, get yeah. into your zone, let that beat carry you and like, see what happens. Same thing. Like yeah. if you asked me to do, you know, two minutes straight of burpees, like I'd probably take a nap, yeah. but, <laughs> but if you give me a good song, I'm going to try and yeah. I'm going to give it my all. We rocked a jingle bell rock. Yeah. Tell um, so before we talk about new year's resolutions, cause I, I think it's just a timely conversation. Yeah. Um, I know this year for your business lost and for our business movement strength, just like having some consistency with like staying open and things like yeah, that. Yeah, who would have thought, right? Right, who would have thought? Open at Christmas. Um, 
you know, when we think about our businesses, and I was thinking of this on the ride in, I think one of the things that I love about Lost is like, it is you. Like how how you are in person yeah. is how I imagine your business running. Like, <laughs> Chaotic I, and I, messy. No, I love it. Like <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you don't have to pretend to follow this, like toe this corporate line. Like yeah. you can actually be who you are. Yeah. So um, same thing with us, right? Like I like to be, silly yeah sometimes like we cuss a little bit in our instagram or our tiktok and, yeah you know some people might not like that but yeah. at the end of the day that person probably isn't our ideal client yeah so it's just cool that like because we do what we do yeah we attract the clients that we know it's are true good fit i think because we present ourselves just like this is what you get <laughs> but like in a non yeah. like i'm like hierarchy no, way it's no. like i want to show people that like we are just you know average folks that are figuring it out too yeah. and we started somewhere just like everyone else that steps foot into our spaces so i think when you can be honest about that yeah. people can see like okay i can get somewhere by just like being in this environment yeah. just by being here i'm already like making progress in my life and that's what i hope people see and being us allows yeah. people to see that like it doesn't life doesn't have to be so zipped up and perfect yeah yeah and be messy when you think of like i don't know about you but i know when we first opened up the gym i'm a big fan of training like this is really just my you lifestyle. are know, crazy <laughs> and i love all things training like yeah. it's not just strength and conditioning but i want to go do a spin class yeah. at, at lost or i want to go do whatever something at junction right yeah using my fitness for cool things yeah um have you found that your training has kind of changed since owning your own studio? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, yes, like 100%, yes. Uh, when I was on my own, and I think this is why I am very passionate about trying to help people get out of those kind of repetitive toxic diet culture narratives because I've lived in them for so long yeah. that I'm like, oh, I just don't want you to have to like learn the hard way or figure this out the hard way or like beat yourself to death doing something that like you just don't have to do. Um, when I was training on my own, I was very much like, uh, you know, no days off, harder, yeah. better, faster. And I paid the consequences. Like I got injured. I would get sick. I would not hit goals. I wanted to back when I was running and hoping to like complete a marathon. I reached a point where I just could not complete a marathon. I knew I wouldn't be able to complete a marathon because my nutrition yeah. was not where it needed to be. And I think having those experiences allows me to coach from a place of like, you have to be kind to yourself. You have to take this as it comes. Because mm -hmm. if you try to go, you know, gas pedal down to the floor the whole time, it's it's going to fall apart. Yeah. So I try to help people with balance just from my own, I guess, errors along the way and allow people to see that like you can get the results you're looking for without feeling like you're going to die every day trying to get there. Yeah, yeah. And I know before we were talking about like consistency, right? Yeah. And I think consistency and sustainability are, you know, they're brothers and sisters. They're super close. Yeah. Because it's hard to be consistent if you're doing something that's unsustainable. Yes. So like, yeah. you know, if you're brand new to fitness, and this is kind of where like the New Year's resolution talk comes into. Yeah. And before I do, I do that, I want to say one thing. I feel like this time of year, I'm on Instagram or TikTok yeah. or whatever. And like people are just shitting on New Year's resolutions. Yeah, yeah. And like I feel bad because I mean, I, like personally, I always 
kind of do goal setting every quarter and January 1st happens to be the start of a quarter. So like yeah. I will plan, you know, business goals. I'll plan personal goals, my fitness goals. That will just happen yeah. January 1st. And I think if people want to do New Year's resolutions, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's creating, you know, a resolution or a goal that is sustainable, something that you can do yeah. consistently. Because I'm sure you see it all the time. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. If people sign up for, you know, a membership at Lost or a membership at Movement Strength. They're like, okay, well, I'm going to start off by doing like 17 classes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like six. Yeah, I'm going to uh, eat so one goodbye. piece of broccoli. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, man. Like, start slow. Yes. Make it a habit. And then from there, if you're like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe I can add another class or yeah. whatever, then, you know, kind of do it slowly. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way. I, I completely agree. I, I'm huge on consistency. I agree. Like, there's a lot of content right now that's like, don't set a New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck it all. And uh, you know what? If that's if that's how you feel, or maybe in the past, your experience with setting New Year's resolutions has not ended well, then mm -hmm. like, I totally get that fuck the new year's resolutions maybe the goal is yep. to just like maintain life you yep. know maybe that's a goal in itself so i think like yes like we don't have to poo poo new year's resolutions but like making individual decisions for ourselves and understanding that a new year's resolution it like this isn't in the 90s anymore we don't need to be <laughs> like i want to lose three dress sizes yeah. you know like what are we doing like Let's let's make goals yeah. more realistic to what's happening in the world right now. Like yeah. maybe you're still feeling chaotic with like the noise of the world. Maybe a goal is to find a way to quiet mm -hmm. that noise and maybe quieting that noise is coming to a place like movement or lost where you get an hour or so out of your day to like eliminate that. Yeah. So there's different ways you can approach, I think, New Year's resolutions without making it so outdated and toxic to your own lifestyle yeah yeah you can't go into it with this like perfection mindset right yeah um oh man what is it uh ah, the, the quote's escaping me but like you know if you try to be perfect it's ne like it's never gonna work out and then you're yeah. gonna fall off track and then you're gonna be like well i failed it's like no you didn't fail right? yeah so um yeah just focus on on moving on doing what you can but yeah don't be tied to your goal yeah i think it's like if uh, one thing at Lost we preach a lot is about not being afraid to be new at something because yes. we often and I'm sure you get it too people will come to their first workout and they'll be like oh I was I was so not good at that like everyone else around me was up out of the saddle and like riding for an hour and like I could barely keep up and we're like this was your first ride like yeah. you know like what what how are you so hard on yourself when you're literally doing something for the very first time today yeah so I think honoring that like it's okay to be new at something and knowing that you're going to progress mm -hmm. no matter what if you're if you're consistently showing up for yourself you are going to see progress but it's not going to happen on day one yeah. if i come into movement and do back squats for an hour i'm not going to suddenly be able to do that like every day right yeah. it's just like progression so i think like being okay with being new at something yeah no, that's it's really huge good. And I like I love being new at things. Me like, too. I, 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 you know, I'm at this place now where like, like I, I you know, I've done a, a class or two at Lost, and like I'm not good at it, <laughs> but I love that. Like I love yeah. because it's like I know I can get better. Yeah, if I'm consistent. I know I can be that person that's out of the saddle for the whole. Class. It's true. That's how I feel about like skipping and yeah. assault bikes here. <laughs> yeah. Like I I I feel 
like we assume that we'll be good at something just because you might, you know, really flourish in a certain modality. It doesn't mean that you're going to go into the next fitness place and and absolutely slay that workout too. (laughs) And that's okay. Like think of how boring our lives would be if we could do everything perfectly round one. Yeah. We would have no reason to keep doing it. We'd be like, all right, that was perfect. What's next? You know? (laughs) So. So when we think of like consistency with um, like some of your clients, like what do you, like what are some things that you do to stay consistent with whatever your training, your nutrition, your just being? Um, You know what? Consistency, I will be honest, has taken me a long time to get here. And it's something I think I'm still working on and probably will forever. I I feel like as coaches, as trainers, we're always progressing. We're always learning. We're always getting new information that Mm -hmm. we can apply to our lives. And for me, consistency is, you know, not only showing up to the classes I have to teach, but making sure that I can do so from a place where I feel good about it. So, you know, when I was starting out teaching, it, it took me so long to plan my lists. I was spending so much energy on them and it, it took a lot out of me. So the consistency factor was just making sure I could like deliver a polished class and like that was it. And now for me, it's making sure that I'm delivering the message that I want to deliver and I'm doing it in a safe and inclusive way. Um, so I need, I, for me, I need to constantly remind myself that it doesn't have to be like Mach 10 every day. Yeah. Um, you know, how I eat does not have to be like the picture perfect Instagram story bullshit that you see online. Like that's not real life. And, and you know, when I'm doing okay. So I like to show up for myself in terms of just being like, let's get more vegetables in this week. Let's mm-hmm. like drink our water a little bit more this week and maybe have that be my consistency. Um, because I've learned that by doing those little things over a couple of years straight, I've really seen improvements in my life, my body, my, the way I feel. And I hope people can feel that too. Oh yeah. And I think that's where the sustainability piece comes in as well. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, if you consistently, I'll just use running as, as an example, cause I know a lot of members here have just kind of started to run. If you consistently do yeah. a 30 minute run a week. That will add up over time, right? Whereas it's like, if you try to do, if you promise yourself you're going to do five runs a week and then you only do three the next week and then you do two and then one and then you're like, I'm done. Yeah. Well, that clearly wasn't very sustainable. Therefore, you're not consistent. You're not going to get the full results from it. So it's like, be kind to yourself. Do something, you know, small, small increments that you can handle easily. Yeah. And that's when you see big changes. And that's when you can like build your routine too. Because if showing up to move your body, however that may be, like whether that's yoga, strength, uh, cycling, running, however that is, if you're able to do that a few times a week for a while, then Mm. it's going to be easier to be like, maybe I do add another session or maybe I add sprint training in, but it's going to be harder to add if you're not able to maintain just the basics of getting yourself started. And I think people skip that step. That's why we see a lot of New Year's resolutions and people go from like hanging out with family, like eating chocolate, chilling to being like now (laughs) 1200 calories is all I am consuming and I'm working out 17 times a week. Like we, we don't have chill as a society I've learned. So it's starting small and thinking about like, will I be able to do this for a year or two years? Or like, how does this look for my life? Do I want to be a person that just goes to the gym and I don't even have to think about it. Like 
that is possible to get there, but you've got to start small. Yeah, yeah. I know before too, we were we weren't arguing because we don't argue <laughs> we're best friends. But yeah, uh, we were talking about like discipline versus motivation, right? Yeah. And I think this time of year, just like the you know a new year, the the idea of resolutions, people are super motivated. Yeah. And like they go hard. Yeah. And they're consistent for a week, two weeks, yeah. maybe three weeks. Yeah. And then the motivation I find kind of dips, right? It's like, well, now it's February and it's fucking cold. Yeah. I'm miserable. Yeah. And I don't want to leave my warm bed and go to a spin class at 6 a.m. or it's go true. to movements at 6 a.m. It's true. So it's like, I, I think motivation is really important. I think it's great for it to spark a fire under you. But I feel like discipline is also really important where sometimes we need to know we might need to still do things that we don't want to do. Yes. Um, so it's like kind of finding that happy balance. I don't know if you agree it is, or disagree. No, I agree. I think like discipline, the word in itself gets a bad rep because we think like discipline makes me think of like no days off, right? It definitely. Comes yeah. back to that narrative. But that's not necessarily what discipline no. has to be. Discipline might be like reminding yourself about accountability and like what the end goal is. Yeah. So even if you don't take that down to like a fitness goal, if your goal is to be moving your body a few times a week, then that like discipline air quotes is like your accountability check of can I make this happen this week? And if say it's lost or movement, maybe that third workout that you're trying to get to is not going to happen at either of our locations. Maybe yeah. that third movement is a walk with a podcast that Definitely. week. So I think switching the mindset of like discipline, meaning like I said I was going to do leg day, so yeah. I have to do leg day instead of like having this all or nothing approach yeah. being like, okay, I'm too sore to do this, but what if I went for a walk, caught up with a friend, got a coffee? Like you are moving your body. You are holding yourself accountable yeah. to moving three times a week. And it doesn't have to be this huge thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and I think, you know, where where I where I come back to too is like, I'll just use weight loss as an example because I think that's just a, a popular one, especially this time of year, where, you know, if people have a weight loss goal and first off... I, I also want to say, this is another pet peeve of mine. We have like disclaimers on disclaimers yeah, I know, today. It's, it's <laughs> like I, I feel like right now in social media, it's almost demonized if people have weight loss goals. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like if, if you have a weight loss goal, it is okay. Obviously do it in a healthy way. Make sure you're, you know, going to a place that's supportive. Um, but if like you do have a goal to lose a little bit of weight or whatever, I, I, I personally think that that's okay. Yeah. Here's my, here's my, here's my deep stance on this. So I, I recognize that most people are coming to our facilities likely with the idea of weight loss being potentially at least part of a goal. Like that's yeah. the reality of why people go to gyms at, at like a basic standpoint. Yes. yes. There's tons of people that go initially because they just want to feel good. And I love that they've already figured that out. But the reality is, is a lot of people find us because they're looking for ways to lose weight. That's just the reality of it. But that's not why they're staying, right? That's, that's right. not why they're staying. Yes. So I, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome it because I've been there. Yeah. I have Googled gyms and, th and thought like, where am I going to, you know, lose whatever weight yeah. I wanted to lose. Um, and then that's also the way you figure out what you like to do. So I don't think like we have to shit on weight loss goals, but I like to go deep, you know, like I like to think like, okay, 
is this about shrinking yourself or is this about you finding confidence in being who you are so unapologetically that you get to get dressed in the morning and you don't have to think about it and you you feel more confident wearing a top that maybe you wouldn't have before like mm-hmm. maybe this isn't actually about weight loss but this is about you starting to feel good as who you are i don't i truly believe that if someone comes to either of our spaces and loses 20 pounds in the the process of their journey here I don't think they're going to be like, well, thank you, Isaac. It's been nice. I'm going to go live my life. Like they're here because there's people that support them. There's people that make them feel like they can do things that they didn't think they could do. Like it is not about lifting a weight or or sprinting in a class. It's really not. It's really not. 100%. And it's funny because I always – I get nervous to just bring that up with people. Yeah. Because, you know, I think we live in this polarizing society where – you know, sometimes people do have that as like a, what they think is their main goal. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, I shouldn't have that as my goal because so-and-so said that's really unhealthy to have a weight loss goal. Yeah. Whereas to your point, what we find like nine times out of 10, yeah, people will be initially attracted to our gym for weight loss purposes for the yeah. most part. Okay. Yeah. And then during their journey, they have this self-discovery of, wow, like I'm so much more confident. Wow. I can play with my kids. Yeah. You know, I can go on these hikes. Like it, it unlocks the truth of, wow, I didn't care about losing weight. I cared about being able to go hike Machu Picchu. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and the other cool thing too, right, is even some of our coaches who have gone through these transformations, before it was like, yes, there was a weight loss goal. Yeah. Then afterwards, you know, they have the confidence to take off their t-shirt and they're working out in a sports bra. Yeah. And those little things. Those little things. And they make such a big difference. They're more confident. They carry themselves differently. Like, you know, that I was initially attracted because of the weight loss goal, mm-hmm. but it uncovered the truth of like what they actually wanted to get. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think people can start to see that like going to a gym is not about getting to a place where you're you can rip your shirt off and be like, right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know, like if you can and that's what you want to do, like cool. Go for it. Yeah. Live your truth. But at the end of the day, like First of all, no one fucking cares. No, no one cares. fucking cares that you have a six pack. Like no, no one cares. Um, at the end of the day, people want to like vibe with you because you're a good human and mm-hmm. you bring light to their life. And maybe if you feel stuck where you're at and you're not moving, maybe your nutrition needs a little bit of a kickstart, then chances are it's not really weight loss you need. You just need that kind of like life revamp where you can start feeling good about things, where you start seeing more positivity in the world, where you feel excited to learn things, to try new cooking, like things like that. It, I feel like new year's resolutions. Yes. Are typically this like all encompassing discipline restriction Mm -hmm. facade people put on, but it really could be the opposite. It could be like, let's get excited. Like let's cook new food. Like let's explore new uh, cultures, recipes. Let's start incorporating those into our lives. Let's start moving our bodies in new ways that we can get excited about. Because like at the end of the day, if your goal is just to lose weight and you get that Fit for Less membership, like it ain't going well. It ain't <laughs> <Yeah>. going well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Story, good life. No, Story. No, no, no. You know, I got it. It's got to be said. So I wanted to do. Uh, people said it. It was a bad idea. But like, we have the big windows outside our gym. Yeah. And I wanted to put um, why settle for a good life when a when a great one's just around the corner yeah. and there'd be a pointing to our door. Oh my like, god, I love oh, that. I think we might get shit on a little bit. So. Yeah, I. You know what? It's become one. like such a common thing that now. I mean, even my own staff when we're we're at Lost and someone comes in and it, maybe it's their first time stepping into our facility and they're like, I'm here to lose 10 pounds. We're kind of like, oh, that's cute. You know, oh, honey. we're yeah. like, you're not like, that's not why you're here. You know, yeah. you almost want to like spoil the surprise yeah. that like, listen, like soon that that 10 pounds is not going to be an issue that you're even thinking about because your new goal is going to be holding that sprint longer. Yep. Your new goal is going to be riding a little bit more. Like there's, it's going to change so much. So I think weight loss is like the gateway drug to yeah. like the really good life that you could live when you find a modality that you love and you can get excited about and you have coaches that support you and lift you up. Like that's what it's about, right? 100%. And I mean, we, we once again, we see it all the time. Um, and when someone does say, cause like, so when someone signs up for the gym, um, we do like initial consultations with them to yeah. like, figure out what their goals are and things like that. And quite often, you know, the, the goal will be, I want to lose X amount of weight. Yeah. And we, that's never a good enough reason. Like that's not a strong enough why. Yeah. So we make sure we really dig down with that person. Like, okay, well, yeah. like why is the weight loss important? Yeah. I love and, that. And it's like, well, I want to be able to fit in the dress. It's like, well, but why do you want to be able to fit yeah. in the dress? And like you keep on digging deeper and deeper and then you uncover, you know, the real reasons. And once they like, cause they probably don't know themselves. They've never asked yeah. themselves a question, but when they discover that it's because you know what? My kids are getting older. I want to make sure that I can do the fun things with them. Yeah. It's like, all right, that's what we're going to hold on to because that's what's going to have you waking up at 6 a.m. when you don't want to wake up at 6 a.m. Yes. It's that strong why. Yes. And honestly, like with strength specifically, I find that like you we we put this sort of pedestal position on weight loss that like, well, if I only weigh X number, whatever that number is for someone, then suddenly my life is going to be so much better. (laughs) People are going to be lining up to speak to me. Like we just have this perception that small bodies somehow are better and it's hard to remove yourself from that. But I, I wish we could like fast forward and show people like, look, like yeah. there's the people aren't lining up to talk to you now that you're like in a different body. That's yeah. not the reality of it. So I think if we can guide people towards like what are like you're saying, like what are you actually looking for? What do yeah. you want out of this? You know, if maybe it is just feeling a little bit better every day that you get up. And I can confidently say when I started lifting weights, like my aesthetic body image changed so much. Mm-hmm without me even thinking about it, without me stressing about it, because suddenly I was focusing on like, damn, like I'm lifting weights. Like I'm able to hold this. I'm able to like complete a lift without falling over. Like suddenly those other little minor goals I had way back in my life, like were brushed aside because I actually saw how strong I could be. And then it, my goals changed. I was like, I want to be strong. I want to get around. I want to be able to hold my own. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, um, did you ever do like the traditional sort of strength bodybuilding type stuff or were you always more cardio based? Uh, I've been a cardio girly for a while. Like I was started in running and then I got into some strength on my own. 
And like, this is disclaimer number 800 of this podcast. (laughs) I want to just put this out there to people that if you feel like you are not a motivated person because you have a gym membership and you struggle to go there on your own and work out alone and like grind it out with whatever routine you've decided is your routine for the day and that's hard for you, like, hello, you're not alone. That's everyone. Like, no, I, I, I mean- People call in, tell us, you know, like if you think call in in and tell us if this is the opposite of how you feel. But I don't know many people who can go to a gym by themselves, figure out their own routine, lift the weights, do the things, go home, get up and do it the next day. Like what? Yeah. What are you doing? Like that's why we need coaches. That's why we need other people in the community doing the same workout. Because when you look over and see that someone else also showed up for that 6 a.m. class, yes. you're like, I'm not alone. I'm yeah. so not alone in this. And I think that's that's the biggest push for, for group fitness and yeah. for places like ours is that, yeah, it's going to be hard to go and do this on your own, but you don't have to. Yep. Yeah, it's true. I think, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. So when we you know, that the virus that shall not be named <laughs> when it took over the world, um, we moved away from a group model more towards like this individual design model because mm-hmm. just for the life of our business, we knew we couldn't do large group classes in this facility Yeah, and we still needed people to come to the gym. So when we did this individual design model, you know, there were still people working out together, but they're kind of doing their own things. It worked for a lot of people, but the sense of community wasn't yeah. as present as it is now, right? Like when we have a full group of people working out together, sweating together, um, but it's like different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah. Um, I know I like I'm, I'm kind of like a mix. I like to do some group stuff, but I like to do my own stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of the other owners, Luke. Luke is like he just wants to work out on his own, like solo. He's like super disciplined to do yeah. that, whereas I'm just not as disciplined. Right? And he's so. probably like not the average, you, you know? Like, absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. is not the the normal person. But like, if you're first starting out, um, and I don't know if you hear this, but one thing we hear quite often is, yeah, I'm going to, I want to start working out before I come to movements. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Like, how did we get here where people are like, yeah. I need to get in shape to start coming to yeah. your facility? Like yeah. what? Do you also eat a full meal before you go to dinner? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, and I'm sure a lot of that comes down to, um, you know, how confident that individual is. Maybe yeah. they think this is like a judgmental zone or whatever. Um, but it's like, no, just just start, just yeah. go somewhere. Like I can, yeah. I can speak on behalf of our facility. I'm pretty sure I can speak on behalf of you guys. Yeah. Like it is a judgment free zone. Totally. And I think that's like the biggest thing we experience that all the time is people will, yes, often say like, I'm not in shape enough to come to your classes. And it's like, that's how we get there. That's how we <laughs> yeah. get there. Like, yeah. of course, of course, like you, you're going to come in, you're probably going to find it difficult. There probably are going to be moments where you're cursing me or whoever instructor yeah. you're taking, thinking, what did I get myself into? And then chances are, by the time you're walking out that door, you're going to be like, is there a 9am class? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's so, true. so you have to kind of go in and just like experience it all and like feed off of your community. Like, yeah. um, when you look around and you see people doing the thing with you, it's just like, it's a vibe. You're like, damn, like this person's doing it. I remember when I came to movement and we're like throwing balls at the wall. What was there a technique? Wall balls. Wall balls. You're almost there. Just change the word. I'm like, what's the word for this? (laughs) (laughs) I did cardio. Um, (laughs) 
do it like throwing wall balls. I was like, yeah. man, this is so hard. But when you look down that line and you see like eight other people also doing this, you're like, all right, team, like let's <gasps> let's yeah. go. You know, yeah. there's something that you feel like you're on a team, and and he, as humans, we inherently love feeling part of something. It's why we like loved camp as kids yeah. or like being part of a choir or like you know that group mentality it's yeah. it's a craving it's why we have friends it's why we spend time with friends like yeah. and you can get that same vibe while also doing something good for yourself absolutely absolutely i love a i love a good group class yeah yeah <laughs> i mean solo i'm all about the solo too there's certain things yeah. i love to do on my own but i can recognize that it's so hard so when people say i don't have the discipline that you have to do this on my own i'm like i'm also 35 now yeah i know i look and act more like 22 but I say 24 but oh okay i'll take I it i thought that was good right? yeah i'll take it i'm pushing it to ask for sub 25 <laughs> like that's pushing it but i get that like yeah. of course it's hard like it it's not many people can do workouts on their own. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's very difficult. It's why we have people that bought Pelotons and still come to loss because while sometimes the Peloton might work for your schedule and you can just get in there, get your ride done. There's a lot of time where people are like, no, I need like, I need to hear the cheers. I need to hear like the bass and yeah. you know. Well, it's, it's, it's so funny. So I don't know if you've heard of, uh, I don't know if I'm going to say it pro properly. Chat GPT. Anyways, it's this, um, it's like this artificial intelligence. It's this website where you can type whatever you want in there. And it's scary for a yeah, lot of I'm people. Curious. It's like, <laughs> you know, you can type in, hey, what's a great leg workout that I can do today? Or yeah. design me a workout that's going to help me lose X amount yeah. of weight, right? And, you know, I see a lot of people now making comments like, oh, these workouts are trash and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But what's interesting is eventually that artificial intelligence is going to be able to make a better workout than yeah. I can make or whatever, do a, a, a better routine than you guys can make. Yeah. But it's not about the routine. It's not so much about the workout to a certain extent. Yeah. It's about the community. It's about the accountability. It's about the coaching and that can never be replaced. Yeah. Right. So to your point, Peloton, sure. Yeah. You can have some of the best instructors in the world. Yeah. But like if you're just doing it in your basement alone sure that can be fun for some time but there's going to be also times where you want to be surrounded by a group of yeah. people because you, you like that energy can't be replaced exactly yeah. and like that's where it comes kind of back to that like what else are you getting from this experience because like while you might start for a reason and that reason changes like you might tap into things about yourself that you didn't even know possible because of the environment you're in absolutely uh like for example, I'm in like what is what what's the day? I think it's three days away. Sunday will be my one year without alcohol. I would have never, never even thought about the idea of going yeah. a year without alcohol till I met Shannon, one of my staff members, who also went without alcohol and showed me by just living her life without it that this is possible yeah. and you can still like live it, thrive. So. Like, I'm really derailing this, but like, no, you know, no. like I created Lost for a very, like I didn't create Lost to go on my own journey of sobriety. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so you you don't know where like these pathways can take you. Absolutely. And change your life like in so many different ways. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is where like motivation discipline comes into play as well with all different things, with nutrition, with alcohol, with fitness. Yeah. Like there might be some days where, you know, I 
don't want to do my run or whatever, but like I have the discipline where I know, okay, if I go out on this run, I know I'm going to be happy. Yes. And then sure enough, 30 minutes later, I'm done the run. I'm like, oh man, thank God I did that. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe there's days where you're like, oh man, I'd really love a rum and eggnog. You're like, yeah. I kind of promised myself I'm not going to do it and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I think if you can tap into like the feeling of after, yeah. it's a good benchmark to go back to that. I'm the same way. I, I don't really love walking outside, but I have a German Shepherd and a Jack <laughs> you, Russell. You have no choice. Actually, I see you. On, I was we, just, we I was see just each other. I commented on this. Yeah. we always. So for those of you who don't know or desire to care about this. Isaac and I <laughs> see each other all the time actually outside of our faci- yeah. facilities. I'm usually walking Lottie, my German Shepherd, and I've got like a mix of like clothing from I don't even know where <laughs> on, but I'm just trying to keep warm. Yeah. And I hate going out, the initial going out into the cold, I hate it. I'm yeah. like this sucks. Like I'm freezing. Why do I still live in Canada, you know? Yep. But after I get to like throw the ball, see Lottie have a time, I'm having a good time give my little wave to Isaac, you know, and then I go back inside and I'm like, you know what? I feel good. Like that, like gave me, you know, pump me up. The cold air got something good in me. So I think when we can revisit those feelings, same thing with nutrition. If, you know, eating certain things is not making you feel good. Yep. Go back to that feeling, like remind yourself like, hey, I kind of feel like shit when I dummy three Toblerone bars in a row. Like, it's just weird. It's a weird thing that happens. So, you know, maybe it's like reminding yourself of, I got to feel good while I'm doing this. It doesn't mean it has to be all or nothing. Maybe we reduce it to like one Tobesy bar, you know, like you just got to like be honest with yourself about where you're at. And yeah. what makes you feel good? Yeah. Like running, you know? Absolutely. Um, sort of on the topic of nutrition, because I know last time you were on here, and I'll I'll put in the show notes where, uh, like the last episode that we did. Yeah. I just wanted to say show notes. It sounds really Show legit. notes. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're so professional. So professional. But one thing we talked about was more so like, you know, your journey of creating loss and what you did before, yada, yada, yada. But I didn't really dig in on like all things court. Yeah. So, um, when it comes to like your nutrition, yeah. Uh, you know, I follow you on the grams. See, yeah. You know, I see a little bit of stuff, but um, my cookies, yeah, my salmon. But what's sort of your philosophy on nutrition? Ah, uh, this is a good one because disclaimer number 900. Yep. I, like many people out there, I've had my own journey with nutrition. I've had my own struggles with nutrition. I've suffered from eating disorders. I've suffered from binge eating. I've been restrictive. I've been in points in my life where I was tracking every single thing, like down to, I don't know, like how many glasses of water I had in relation, like just chaos, you know, because, and I learned this from somewhere, you know? So like, it's, I try not to be hard on myself about it because society taught me how to do that. I learned that from somewhere and it was even harder to remove myself from that. So when it comes to nutrition, it's been a long journey that I think I'm like, you know, still on in a, in some respect, but more in the way that I look about look at it from a balanced perspective. So um, before it was, I was always looking at things of like, okay, I'm going to send it all week in my workouts so that I can send it even harder on the weekend. (laughs) Yeah. And then we'll just keep starting this all over again. So I was very much the mentality of like, I'm going to eat 
so clean and so polished from Monday till Thursday. And then by like seven o'clock Thursday, like crack that wine bottle out. Let's go to the bar. We're going out all weekend. We're going to eat hangover shitty food. We're going to feel like shit all weekend. But you know what? Monday, (laughs) we're back. We're back. And I did this for so long. So now when I see people do that, I want to be like, what are you fucking doing? You know, like it's it's hard because I've lived there. Um, I do believe that like the simplest form that a lot of us could follow would just be to increase vegetables. Honestly, if you changed nothing else about your diet, but just brought in some more vegetables, I think you'd see and feel a difference. 100%. For me, it was also, I know like we talked about this before, like good foods, bad foods. For me personally, I had to like totally eliminate that where that there weren't foods off limits because I found myself going to those off limit foods when I felt like I earned them. So Mm -hmm. I would run a half marathon and be like, okay, now that gives me free reign to eat like a whole pizza and all these other things and drink beers and, and have a piece of Tobes, have a Tobes, have a a Tobesy bar. Um, but, and then I realized, but like, this was making me feel so awful after, like sometimes I was getting physically sick from it. Um, and I realized that I had no balance here. I was on social media, like 2016 preaching like balance. Like (laughs) I work out seven times a week and I eat pizza. Like, no, that was not balance. So I think reframing it is, is helpful and understanding that when we can actually listen to our bodies and see, like, I don't know, maybe it is like making a kind of mental note or physical Mm -hmm. note of like, this is how I felt after I ate this. This is how I felt when I changed this um and and knowing that nutrition is so personal yeah so just because you saw an influencer online who's gluten-free dairy-free whatever free does not mean that you need to uproot your whole diet because you saw it online yeah like knowing that it's possible to achieve results while still enjoying your life yeah i eat cookies like every day (laughs) i do i honestly do and like it, I another thing. Sorry, I'm going on a little. No, track, no, this is good. But I want to like really emphasize to people that like that all or nothing approach. Thinking that like working out seven times a week is just going to erase everything you've done is is a mindset that we need to kind of like wrap our heads around. The same way, like if you've been working out for months and months and months, and you have one big weekend. Like you're not eliminating everything you've just done, no. you know, you're kind of giving yourself a little hurdle to get over that weekend, but you, you're not erasing things. And I think that's where I struggled for so long. I was so in the present about like food and fitness. Mm-hmm. So it was all like erasing this, replacing this. And I realized like that is, that's just not the journey. Yeah. It isn't. Yeah. What's your views on, I mean, you kind of touched upon it and you, you mentioned before we click record, but like, what's your views on just tracking in general? Yeah. So tracking, I, I want to be careful how I say this because I don't want anyone to like take the wrong impression of this. My preference and what I know I needed to do for me was to not track. And that was a hard thing because I was so used to doing it my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like I know my fitness pal probably is like a trigger for a lot of people. It was for me. I had it on my phone forever. I would scan things in, but also like 
do you want to be that person that's like, uh, can you get that package out so I can scan it and add it to my app? Like, yeah. do you want to be that person? Like, no. And I was that person and I hated that I was that person for a while. Um, I think not tracking gives you an opportunity to see that not that much is going to happen if you don't track. Yeah. Um, that being said, if you are able to approach it from a mentality where body image, aesthetics, emotional relationship with food is just not part of it and you can look at it from a completely scientific basis like an athlete, yeah. then maybe it's the move for you. But I, I think I don't want to categorize people, I think, but especially for women, it is so hard to track and not become in some ways obsessed yeah. with it. Yeah. So this is good because I'm a fan of tracking. Ooh. <laughs> but no, no, no. But but I don't think we're going to disagree on anything mm -hmm. because I view like with some of my clients when they first start working with me, so much of it is about education. Because yeah. one of the reasons they're working with me is they know nothing about nutrition. Yeah. Right. So I think what could be powerful with tracking at first for a very short amount of time for some people and depending what their goals are, it might be longer is for them to actually just understand what food is, yeah. how food is fuel. Yes. So if we look at food, right, we have proteins, fats, and carbs. Fats get a horrible rap. Yes. Fats make you fat, and that's it's bullshit. We know yeah. that. Fats are more calorically dense than protein and carbs, so we know if we eat more fats than carbs, it means we can't maybe have as much food in the day. So like yeah. making alterations like that. So explaining that to people, they're like, oh, okay, so... I can still have peanut butter or I can yeah. still have butter. Like that's not the devil. It's like, no, absolutely not. So the reason I'm a fan of tracking for some individuals and some people it's like, we aren't even going to go there at all based yeah. on your history with food. And you kind of mentioned food is very personal, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone's journey is going to be very, very different. Yeah. Um, but I like to view it from an educational standpoint of, hey, this is why you hear certain things in the media. This is yeah. why people say carbs are bad or this is why yeah. people say you know, um, fats are bad or intermittent fasting or become a vegan. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Let's talk about the whys behind all that so you can really understand. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, to your point, I think it is very easy to become obsessive with it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, pull that back. Like you don't, you don't need to track. Now yeah. you understand what a protein is. You understand what your plate should look like. It should be mainly veggies, toss on yeah. some protein, a little bit of carbs, right? Like I get that. I get that. I think it's, I think it's just, there's so many people that know nothing about food that they mm. view it, food as cows where we view it as food is energy. Yeah. Like if you want to go and run that marathon yeah, and you're not fueled enough, you're yeah. not going to be able to go and run that marathon. Or if you're fueling with the wrong thing. We all remember Absolutely. the office, the fettuccine, you <laughs> yes. know, like. Yes, that's right. You got to learn what works for your body and like, and, and know that when they come in that, you know, I, I wouldn't want people to feel like you cannot have this if Absolutely. you want to get to your goals because like I call bullshit on that all the time. 100%. I you know, some times of the year can maintain a six pack and other times of the year I can't. And that has nothing to do with bad food. It's, you know, I'm a woman, there's hormones, there's a lot that comes into play, right? Yeah. So I think that when we quickly think that something can't get us there, for, first of all, it's bullshit, you can, it's just a matter of figuring out what 
levels of things do you need in your body that are going to work for you and help you perform in the way that you feel good about? Um, which is really hard to figure out. Yeah. And, and there is a lot of mixed messaging. I actually saw an advertisement recently and I laughed because I don't know if it's real. I still don't know. <laughs> but it was like intermittent fasting for seniors. Oh, and it was gosh. like targeting, yeah. it said 85 plus. And I was like, what are we yeah. doing as a society if we're encouraging senior citizens to intermittent fast? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Why? Like, come on. See, and yeah, like that's kind of my issue with, uh, you know, I, I have no problems with people who are paleo, people who are carnivore, people who are vegans, mm-hmm. people who do intermittent fasting. Like, I don't care. Do yeah. what makes you happy. Yeah. Um, but when people start to speak in absolutes, like I am a vegan or I am a carnivore, whatever, the issue with that is eventually or potentially maybe you decide, you know, you know what? I like I am going to have some meat. I'm at a place in my life where I feel like I need it, blah, blah, blah. Now you're like, did I just lose all of my friends because I'm yeah. not identifying with this anymore? So it's yeah. like, I think just eat clean foods, do what makes you happy, but. Eat what, like, eat what makes you happy. And I think, I think nutrition is so personal because there is such a privilege involved with nutrition. It's true. That more, especially now more than ever. Yeah. Cost of food in general. Food is so expensive. Produce is so expensive. The reality is, is not everyone has access to fruits and vegetables in the way that other people do. That's just the reality. Yeah. I would hate to be someone listening to this podcast and be like, all right, like I can't, I cannot afford to yeah. buy the shit you're talking about. So I get that. And that's where it goes back to like, let's start small here again. I totally recognize that not everyone has access to those things. Not everyone has access to time in the same way as we do. Mm -hmm. Um, But not taking everything you hear on the internet or even from a coach as like, this is the rule. There is only one way around this. Um, I recently in, in this year learned Uh, that there was like some crazy statistic about the number of people who actually don't even have access to a fridge. So Mm -hmm. while we're saying, you know, get your fruits and vegetables, there are many people in this world that don't have adequate food storage options. So we're like eliminating a whole group of people there too, you know? So it's a hard balance with food. And I feel like you, you have to really tap into like what you feel is best for you and, and working around that. And like, chipping away at that as you go like it's impossible to know what makes you feel good and what makes you feel like shit just like in a week you got to really explore try new things and if cost is a factor then maybe it's like looking at what you can what kind of nutrition you can get for the price that fits your budget and then going from there and ignoring the bullshit like to to hit your protein goals for a lot of trainers is going to be an expensive venture for a lot of people yeah so if you can't do something exactly how someone's telling you to do it, like, so what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah, I think it's just, like, just educate yourself. Just like, you don't listen to what the Instagram influencer is telling you to do at face value. Like, yeah. just do a, a, a few quick Google searches. Yeah. Because it's like, I'd imagine, you know, I'm fairly well versed when it comes to nutrition and fitness. Yeah. But if I wasn't, and even even though I am, I have some people saying, okay, if you're if you eat meat, you're gonna die. And then yeah. I have other people saying if you don't eat meat, you're gonna die. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, if you do eat meat, you're gonna die. Whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? you're getting it's, both ends. And it's like doctors here, doctors yeah. here. It's like holy shit. Who 
who do I trust, right? So I know. I think you need to sometimes do your own research and come to your own conclusions. Yeah. Um, you know, if there are specific trusted sources that you have, that's yeah. cool. Um, but just, yeah, do a little bit of research. And, and not be afraid to call bullshit on things, yes. you know? Like, I see, I'm not going to name companies, but like, <laughs> There's a notorious company that encourages people to fit their meals into certain containers. And mm. it's like, you can eat this as long as it fits into this container. And I look at these programs and I'm just like, we're not toddlers. Like, yeah. if I want to eat, you know, like three cups of something when you said two, then I'm going to fucking eat three cups yeah. of it. And I'll figure that out, you know? Yeah. Like, it's so, I think we have to be careful as coaches about like, like amounts and what people can do because everyone's yeah. body is so different and people can get the results they want in so many different ways. Yeah. So I think for like nutrition as a whole, people need to like do their own self-evaluation, but also like not be afraid to explore other elements. Absolutely. And also if you are in a place where like food is really a struggle for you and you do feel a pull to restrict or find those um habits that are now becoming more toxic to your lifestyle if you're now obsessing over food if you're now weighing your food in relation to how much you're working out maybe that's a good time to like seek counseling as yeah. well yep. on this journey so that you're not just diving into this world of a spiral the other thing that i think we forget is that when you're in a facility and you hear people saying things like, I'm intermittent fasting, I'm doing keto, I'm doing this, and you're not doing any of that, there's this instinct of like, am I doing something wrong? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. why am I not starving myself? Yeah. You know, like, so it's it's being careful with the language too. I know people get so excited when they're on their new like nutrition plan and they're like, this is the way to go. Like, this is all I eat in a day and da, 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 da. And it's, you're you're talking about your own journey, but at the same time you're talking about your own journey, you might be like indirectly shaming someone else's journey. Yeah, yeah. So it's true. you have to be careful with that. It's true. Nutrition is a, it's a touchy subject. It is. <laughs> it is. And it's complicated. Yeah. It's so complicated. Oh, it is. It is. I find, so like now that I'm um, doing more like running endurance type training, I've never been so mindful of my nutrition from a performance standpoint. Yeah. But what's cool is it made me realize other things. Like this is okay. So disclaimer number nine hundred and fifty four. Yeah, we're on a good roll here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I'm because I'm running a lot more. I know that I'm, you know, my my output in a given day is more than it used to be. Yeah. Which means if I'm not fueling my body a certain way, I'm gonna start losing weight, and I actually don't want to lose weight. I'm like yeah. the opposite, right? I want to I want to gain weight. Yeah. So. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm weighing myself daily and I'm not telling people to weigh themselves daily. This yeah, is literally- Don't weigh yourself. Yeah. Smash your scale. This is literally a, a thought experiment for me. Yeah. A, a thought experiment for me. And it's a way to make sure that if I am losing weight, okay, I need to eat more because I'm not mm. used to this style of training. But what's cool is um, there'll be days I'll hop on the scale and I'm like four pounds heavy. Yeah. The next day I'm like four pounds light. Yeah. And it's like, if you are someone that uses the scale- and you just happen to hop on on one of those heavier days, you're like, what the fuck am I right? doing wrong? Yes. Whereas if you hop on the next day, you would have been four pounds less. Yes. So it's like, that's why it's so, like it, it could be a useful tool, but it can also be a really, really dangerous tool. Yeah. And, and there's recognizing, so many factors that come into play. Recognizing the power that like, I try to look at it from like that moment back when I used to 
weigh myself at gyms and stuff like that. I don't I don't do that now just because I I really like to li- like feel feel it in my body. If I if I have a day where I'm feeling kind of sluggish and I'm feeling heavy, I know that it's because I probably, you know, overdid it a little bit on whatever I had the night four before. Tobes. Four tobes. And by tomorrow, I'm going to be fine. That's right. I'm going to be fine. But I get that spiral that we go into where you weigh yourself and you might have gone from feeling you might have woken up and been like I'm hot as shit today. Like I'm going <laughs> to slay today. Yeah. And then you get on the scale and you're yes. like, my life is over. Yes. I'm locking my fridge. Yes. I'm not. And you know, and it sends people into this spiral. So also recognizing that the body fluctuates. We got to look this up, but I'm pretty sure it's like six pounds in any given day based on like your water, how, yeah. how much you've eaten yep. that day. If you've taken a shit that day, Seriously. you know, like there's so many factors. So the scale can be like, really dangerous in that but again it, go- it goes back to that like what is your relationship with that right. and be honest with yourself about it if the scale is like a no-go zone fuck it you yeah. don't need it you really don't need it if it's something that like for yourself like if you are trying to gain weight and you want to see that progress then maybe it is a good tool for you but i think it's okay to be like this is not for me yeah and absolutely. it might be for someone else i think that's okay i think our society as a whole gets a little too wrapped up in like, I don't like this, so no one can like it. Yeah, thank And that's you. not, it, it's not the case. No, no. Once again, that's another subject I'm even like nervous to tell people. I weigh myself daily. They're like, what are you a fucking They're like, you it's piece like- of shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not telling you to do it. Yeah. Uh, but it's so true. Like, so, you know, we have a lot of members that will use the scale. Yeah. We have a lot of members that don't want to use the scale. And that's fine. You do you. Yeah. Um, But, you know, you 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 hit the nail on the head where like you can be having the best day of your life. Yes. And like you know you've been working out consistently for whatever 5 6 weeks, you feel good, the weights yeah. are coming up easier in terms of like you're lifting at the gym, whatever. Yeah. And then you hop on your scale and you're like, "Wow, I'm a piece of dog shit." Yeah. Like, no, 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 don't focus on that. Focus on how you feel. Yeah. If you just consistently focus on how you feel, that scale if you want it to go down, will go yeah. down. But don't let that dictate your happiness. Yeah, and don't let that little thing that you literally stand on, like, just make you decide how today goes. Like, you should be being waking up being like, no matter what that scale says, I'm hot as fuck, and I'm going <laughs> to yes. slay this day. You yes. know, but, like, recognizing that, like, you also don't have to weigh yourself, folks. If you want to, like, see progress in your yeah. life, you're going to see it in so many different elements. And like you can choose your own adventure on that. Yep. But for for people who struggled with body image or diets or restriction, like I really truly feel like blank slate that baby. Go in yeah. and just feel this out, yep. which is scary. If you've been used to tracking, if you've been used to weighing yourself, to have none of that data feels like, ah, like, you know, the way people are like, I didn't start my app. I don't have an Apple watch. So I yeah. might be saying this all wrong, but like when people don't start their workout on yeah. their watch, they're like, it's it like, it didn't count. happen, you know? Yeah. And I get that because I used to live in that world. Yeah. Um, same thing with running. I used to track every single run, every single kilometer. Sometimes uh, analyze my splits after how many, what did each kilometer look like? And eventually all this data, I was like, oh my God, who cares? Yeah. So when I started- Stop dissing me. You're t- you, that I is know. what I do. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I, I check my splits. I weigh myself. But for me- Different strokes for different Exactly. Strokes. For me, it just was not working out. It became obsessive. I was losing the bigger picture. Yeah. 
Um, so I recognize that now if I, I mean, I haven't ran in years, but when I did run near the end, I would go out often, no music, just raw dog in life, Jeez. no data. Yeah. And I would you. just feel it out, you know, which is a fun way to do it. Yeah. And it, it's weird. The run still happened. Yeah, and I, what? And I still killed it. Really? But was it on Instagram? It must have not counted. Exactly. It no, in, no, no footage, no proof. So oh, it, yeah. it's a weird reality that like, yeah. You got. You really do have to find that balance. Yeah. Oh man, this is another thing. Sorry, I know we're dragging things on. No, I love but, this. Let's make like, this like a four-hour podcast. Oh, let's, let's fucking do it. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm like a data whore for sure. Yeah. But one thing I can't stand, and sorry if this is, you know, I don't want to yuck your yum if this is you listening, but, um, like, if you have an Apple Watch or you have a Garmin, you need to yeah. start it. That's fine. But don't like don't obsess about the amount of calories that you're burning because it's bullshit. No, it can no. be off by like twenty percent, um, and like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I've been meaning to do like a big post about this, but like in a spin class or in one of yeah. our classes, let's just say you're burning three to four hundred calories. Yeah, okay, cool, that's great. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. In the day though, if you're just moving around doing things, you're burning way more than 400 calories. So it's yeah. like, don't worry about fucking how many calories you burn during yes. the workout. Just be active during the day. Yeah. Like, like anxious awesome. folks, you're probably burning an extra 800 <laughs> just from existing. And I speak from experience. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's actually a study. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to butcher it. But like there's a study of like people fidgeting. Yeah. And how like that can actually help them burn an additional two to 300 calories just from like constantly moving everyone's like at home trying to figure out how to <laughs> like, like oh, have a twitch like they're like i gotta get anxious. how do i get anxiety you let's know? do like, it let's do it yeah i don't want to like mislead anyone but it's true and you know what like i know i've been ripping on my fitness pal and i don't feel bad about that to be honest because it is it is kind of a, a, a shitty app to have <laughs> and honestly like maybe 2023 goals are to leave yeah. my fitness pal if that's you out there you yeah. can do it. I did it. It felt so good. I felt like liberated, like burn your bras, let it go, <laughs> you know, like be free. But yeah. what would be the equivalent for like a guy burn their bra? Would it just be like, I don't know. Your, burn your undies? I don't think Maybe, so. I don't know. I don't think there's an equivalent. Let's I just want to we'll know what it's going to, I, I want to know what it would feel like one day, but yeah, yeah, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to that. But yeah, like <laughs> for example, if you put into my fitness pal, like you're, you know, whatever, an active person, maybe moderately active, maybe mildly active. My fitness pal comes up with this like magical number, oh, yeah. and it's don't like don't use that number, for right? The love of it's God, like women, listen, we're gonna give you twelve hundred calories to work with. Yeah, you're gonna be starving by lunch. Yeah, your hair's gonna start to fall out. You're gonna feel a little shaky, and like it's just yeah. this is not the information people need. Twelve hundred calories is enough for a fucking toddler. Yeah, it's not good. You know, so it's we we have to recognize that just because an app says that it's correct, just because a trainer tells you to do that, like you have to question it. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if you're following a program and you're like, I don't feel good. I feel like I'm depleted. I'm drained. I can't even keep my head up at work now. Like something is not right. So yeah. being able to call bullshit on it. And like my fitness pal is one of them. Yeah. 20, 1,200 calories is not enough food. No. It's just not oh. enough food. Okay. So let's talk about my fitness health because you're you're 100% right. If you are, uh, if you're using my fitness pal and you're yeah. putting in your information and you're trying to follow the data that they're telling you to follow, yeah. don't do that. No. If you are someone who likes my fitness pal, because I know I'm a fan of my fitness pal court. Oh my God. We're just, we're I'm just about. ripping. No, today, no, this is know? good. This is what I want though. Cause it's like different strokes for different folks. Yeah, this is the third yeah. time saying it. Um, 
But like if you're someone who undereats, because this yeah. is also a big problem. It is. It's actually, I think, more common <clears throat> that people are undereating than overeating. 100%. So this is where my fitness pal can be used in the opposite sense, where it's like, holy shit, I'm only eating 1,200 calories in a yeah. day. And it's like, yo, you need to be eating 2,000, 3,000, yeah. whatever, depending on who you are, right? So it's like, I think a lot of the times when we think of the gym and fitness, we always think of like people overeating. Yeah. And yeah, that's a big problem as well. But a lot of the times it's people undereating. Yeah. Um, or underhydrating. Yes. Like I, uh, so with this weight thing, right? Yeah. On long runs, I'll weigh myself before my run and after my run. It's called a sweat rate test. And I lose four pounds during a run. Just in sweat, eh? <laughs> but like people hear that and they're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go do a run and I'll lose four pounds. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I have a fucking, I have my water afterwards and I've gained all that weight back. Yeah. Like it's 100% water weight. But it shows me like, holy shit, it is so important from a performance standpoint yeah. to hydrate your body while you're moving. It's so true. Because dehydration yeah. is a, a big issue, right? Like dehydration, um, a lot of the symptoms of dehydration can be similar to people feeling hungry where it's yeah. like, you might not be hungry. You actually might just be dehydrated. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, hydrate. I mean, I'm not good to speak on hydrate. I mean, I'm sitting here with a coffee and like, haven't even touched my water, <laughs> but this is just for show. This yeah, is for the people. Yeah. I drink water. <laughs> yeah. Hydration's a huge part of it. Um, if you are not, if you are not getting hydrated, your body and your mind is going to be doing quirky things. One hundred percent, for sure. I used to definitely in my twenties have more of those like spikes, like midday sugar craving hits, and I couldn't control it. So my my option to control it was less food. Yeah, we'll just keep going less and less and less. <laughs> But those cravings kept getting bigger and bigger. And suddenly I found myself on like Friday nights unable to stop eating a bag of chips. Like yeah. I just physically could not stop eating it and eventually was able to look at like why though? Like what what is depleted in me that I'm feeling this need to like refill that urge? Yeah. And now that I've found the ability to bring in a little bit of everything. I don't get those spikes. Definitely. I don't get those crazy cravings. I'm also not drinking <clears throat> alcohol and alcohol is a huge factor in like spiking cravings, throwing ladies, throwing our hormones yeah. off the charts. So <clears throat> a lot of those factors come into play. If you have a very stressful life, if you constantly feel like you're running that high, then chances are you're going to have more of those cravings because your blood sugar is just going to be up and down all day. Yep. So a lot of times it has nothing to do with whether you're disciplined or motivated enough. It's like, what does your life look like? How can we calm this down Yeah. so that we can like make that a little easier? It's true. It's true. Right? Goddamn. Look at us. Look, <laughs> look at us. See? Hey, we look don't have at to, us. We don't have to be aligned on all things, but it doesn't, doesn't mean that. It's like, true. At the end you know? of the day- I think we're speaking the same language. Yes. And you know what? It's it's difficult because everyone comes into fitness facilities with different backgrounds, different experiences with nutrition. Some people might be coming into our fitness facilities because they've had a horrible experience at other places. Yeah. And it's up to us to be able to guide them on what matters. I mean – we're a little different than movement. We don't offer nutrition advice at Lost. I mean, if you come into Lost, like we got like snacks everywhere. Like <laughs> we, that's just not what we do. It's just yeah. not part of our programming. Um, and I'm very like hesitant to have those conversations with clients, especially in Lost, because I know how unique that journey is. Definitely. And I by no means am like someone to, you know, 
like follow my routine because my yeah. routine would be a hot goddamn mess. It, <laughs> it changes every week, you know, yeah. and I just don't believe it when I see influencers online being like what I eat in a day. And it's like, yeah. I have hemp hearts and a blueberry paste and like yeah. all the, I don't know why they're British also, but they it, probably are. Yeah, yeah. It's just like not realistic. And it's for sure. Even like, you know, if I was to say, Hey, this is what I eat in a day. It's yeah. also, it's so dependent on how I move. Like I might move more than the average person. So if yeah. you're like, well, Isaac's healthy and I'm going to eat everything he eats in a day. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, why did I gain 20 pounds? It's like, well, Isaac moves a fucking lot. Yeah. Don't try to yeah. eat as much as Isaac. It's like, true. It's, it's so independent. And remembering that like the trainers that you're looking up to or the coaches you're looking up to have been doing this a while. Yes. So it's really not fair to look at a trainer even like ourselves, who this is now, I'm heading into my eighth year of teaching spin classes. So it is not fair in a sense to look at people like us and be like, I want to get to where you're at yeah. by coming to your facility for a few months. Like this is like years of muscle yeah. building and nutrition exploration that have come into the cards. And it's hard to like remember that when you're being marketed to and yeah. you see these people who look different than you and you're made to believe that you need to look like these people. Like, that's yeah. just not true. And also, they've been doing this a lot longer, yeah. you know? So it's, we kind of have to remind ourselves that. It, it's legit, like, a part of our lifestyle. But it's also mm -hmm. our hobby. Like, th I enjoy, like, I'll, I'll probably always do some sort of fitness. Yes. Because I really, really enjoy it. Me too. I really love it. Actually, today when I was teaching, I was like, you know what? I, I had felt like I was off for a week. And then I was like, oh, wait, I was here on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I just love it so much that like the thrill I get from like everyone moving and working together, like when you're in that moment and you are going so hard on a bike, like mm -hmm. nothing could matter less than what you look like. Like the, it so does not matter in that moment. Definitely. No one gives a shit what you look like. We, it, we're all just in it and we're living and we're thriving and I don't know. I just think it'd be like a lot cooler world if people took the aesthetic imagery out of the equation or yeah. reduced it significantly yep. and made it about like, I want to be a more positive person. I yeah. want to like make more friends. Yeah. I want to get invited to things. Like, you know, like how do you get those aspects of your life that you're looking for when that don't have to be about like what you look like? Definitely. You know, because your body changes like. 100%. 100%. Um, you know, I think too, like we talk a lot about this like health continuum and health and fitness are not the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, you can, what we perceive as some of the fittest people in the world, you look at these Olympians, they are not the healthiest people. Yeah. So when you now see them on Instagram and you're like, I want to be like that person, that person might look a certain way, but they're probably not that healthy. We've had Olympians train in our facility before and like they're broken and they'll they'll admit this they are yeah. broken because they push their body to the limit to yeah. do their sport at the highest level but that takes a certain toll on their body as yes. well so it's like don't strive for that when that's actually not even good for you it's also their like full-time job <laughs> it is their full-time job which it like it is for us too yeah. and i always kind of present this when i can on social media that like if people are looking at my life and they're like wow like she's you know, like she's able to go and do all these fitness things, like out for dog walks, traveling a bit. Like, yeah, I got a, I got a sick life that I'm really stoked to be living. But fitness is my full time job. 
So for me to get up and teach a class is not going to be the same as someone getting up at 5 a.m. to make it to the gym before they go work their nine to five all day. We're coming from very different backgrounds. I hate the saying, we all have the same 24 hours in a day because no, we fucking don't. Like, no, (laughs) we don't. Like my life looks so different. So if I want to get up and journal or meditate at 530 in the morning, I don't got kids that I got to get off to school. I don't have lunches to pack. So my life is going to look so different. And I think it's okay for people to be honest about where their life is at and celebrate that. Definitely. If you're a parent and you got to get kids out the door in the morning, like, fuck this morning routine bullshit of like meditating and journaling, that sleep might be more important to you at that time. Yes. You know, like, and, and own that. That's okay. Just because you're not like sitting in front of a candle waving some palo santos i was called palo (laughs) you know that like smudgy stuff is that what it's called i don't know but we could go with it yeah you know like you don't have to do that like it's it's i think it's okay to look at someone's life and be like that's really cool but like that's not me so when people tell me like wow you're so motivated and you're so dedicated i'm like this is also my job yeah like this is, I'm all in. Lost cycle is what I do full time. Like I don't have to go and sit in front of a computer for eight hours and I probably would die if I had to. But yeah, I I have a privileged, privileged life in that sense that like fitness in a, in a way becomes easy for me because it is my life. Yeah. But that's not everyone. No. And that's okay. No, no. And I think that's what's so powerful about you know, facilities like ours that are a little bit smaller in yeah. a sense, right? Is like you can have that one-on-one connection with your coach and, you know, you can kind of get that individualized support in a sense. Yeah. Because like, to your point, what's going to work for you isn't going to work for me. What your no. morning routine is, isn't going to be my morning routine. So, And I wouldn't want people to tack more onto that. If you no. already have a very busy life, whether that's you're in school right now and you're just trying to finish your degree or your education, whatever that may be, a course, and that's consuming a lot of your time, then maybe forcing yourself to have this intricate routine is like not right now, you know? Or maybe it's one little thing. Maybe it's drinking water and like having something to eat before your coffee. Maybe that's your new routine. Yeah, Mostly speaking to myself, but like- (laughs) You know, like scale it to where your life is at yeah. and and know that that's okay. Yeah. People aren't expecting you to uproot your whole life. And like moms out there, like don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Like you've birthed a child yeah. into this world that you now have to keep alive. So yeah. that is your job. You know, the the rest of it we can we can add on and we can find balance that works for us. But I I hate to see people get so hard on themselves when they're already killing it. Yeah, like you're killing absolutely. it. You know? Absolutely. I love it. Anything else? We should end on a fun note. I know. <laughs> what's funny is I'm like, okay, we took a dark turn. But We're like was, nutrition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But scales, it was good. So yeah. then, okay, the, the fun turn. Yeah. And this is where, if you want people, you can tune off because this is going to be a They're more. like immediate hangout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so. Love is blind. Oh, we're back. <laughs> I gotta remember this. I'm I'm excited. Let's See, go. I just watched it. Like oh, so when you're I like fresh. You, I'm very fresh. So yeah. uh last episode, I think we did talk about Love is Blind, right? Was it Love is Blind? Yes. Yeah, we did talk about Love is Blind. Season two. But now we have a new season. Yeah, so now it was season three, Love is Blind. And at Bartice. first Bart Bartice. Yeah. 
Uh, at first, I was like, nah, I don't want to watch it. And I'm like, oh, man, Courtney probably watched it. And he's talking You're like, to I guess I'll have I to. Guess I'll watch it. And it was so good. Yeah. But so crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if people know what the show is or don't know what the show is. In a nutshell, these people date all these people without ever seeing them. So they're in just pods. In pods. They talk yeah. in these pods. So, like, it'd be me talking to Courtney, but I have no idea what she looks like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about her. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're allowed to ask questions. I feel like they're not for some reason. But they do. Like, guys come on there and are like, so what do you weigh? And how hot do you weigh? <laughs> you know, like, it's so unhinged. Yeah. And Love is Blind is so interesting because, like, if you've ever felt maybe insecure in the dating world that you can't, like, find a partner, like, watch Love is Blind and check out the pieces of shit on. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm being so harsh. But I just yeah. mean, like... Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. that right? is a produced show on Netflix. Like, what that one, the one guy who like put the fake tears in his eyes? Yeah, that was that was wild, right? Yeah, so there was this this guy who, uh, whatever, he proposed to this girl because at the end, okay, so you date for however long and then you got to pick like someone. 10 seconds, right? Yeah, pretty well, you got to pick someone, so then you pick someone, you propose to them, yeah, and obviously they can say yes or no. So, this one guy asked this girl, she said no. He, I forgot about that. I remember the like, crying though. Oh, he like pretended to be devastated. So then they do like interviews with just one-on-one afterwards. And yeah. the producers are interviewing him. And he's totally normal. And then he's like, oh, can I use eye drops? And they thought it was for like, because his eyes were sore. Yeah. But he was legit using eye drops to make it seem like he was crying because he was sad. So but it was strange. Totally fake. So strange. Yeah. But it's funny. Like the people that come on that show, they're like, it's like you 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 watch it and you're like, is this supposed to be a parody or like they serious right now? Because like guys come on, they're like, I really just want to find that girl <laughs> that, you know, like someone I could settle down with, someone I could grow uh, old with. And yeah. then they get into the pods. They're like, so what size would you say you are? <laughs> you know, like it's just so. Yeah. So it's hard because you watch these shows and I always joke with like some of my staff and girlfriends, like for those who are single, they're like, you know, they talk about all these fish in the sea and then you like see guys like Bartice on yeah. Netflix and you're like those are said fish in the sea yeah yeah <laughs> that's scary you know I, mean, I don't know how you feel but what, like I'm old school in a certain sense so when they're like I love you and it's been two minutes yeah like, how how are you red saying flag. that what red flag but they all do it every single one of them yeah. are like I, you are my world I can't see being with anyone else other than you. It's like you've know. literally known this person for two hours. I know. This sounds like me in the back of an Uber. Oh, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh, I just met me. you. Um, no, it's it's true. It's kind of interesting. I think it should hopefully make people feel better about their dating world. Hopefully. The dating scene's tough. I like... Oh, man. Could you imagine? I could not imagine. I tell my wife, Caitlin, all the time. Like, I cannot no. imagine trying to date people right now like using no. tinder or hinge or whatever it is no fucking way i'm telling you i'm i would go old i would go older yeah yeah i would go if i <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 my husband's listening to this like what the fuck is she talking about <laughs> um i think i'd go older you know yeah, yeah like 50 60 i don't know like okay we'll see yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe minimum 40 i don't Min. know okay i don't know i but think 40 is not I know I'm almost 40. That's kind of scary. Well, no. no Five no. years. Um, 24. Yeah. Got a ways to go. I think like that show should really open up people's eyes to like how chaotic the dating world is. Yeah. 
and also recognize that like these people are on TV. There's an opportunity to be a personality. Maybe that's not how they are, but like, holy shit. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I was surprised with every single like the wedding. Yes. I'm like, this is going to be the season. Everyone says yes. Yes. And then everyone was saying no. I'm like, what is going on? Okay. The thing I couldn't get past was like specifically for the females having your hair done doing the mimosas while you're getting yeah. ready. And like, if you're saying no, like to me, I'd be like, don't worry about hair and makeup. I'll get this done in 10 yeah. seconds. Walk, yeah. walk, walk. No, you yeah. know, like it's just, it's funny in that aspect, but like it should give people comfort that like, yeah, you're not doing too bad out there. Watch no. Love is Blind. You're not doing too bad. Oh. But I have thought about the idea that like, it's hard to meet people. It is hard to meet people yeah. as you get older. Where do you meet people? It's not like the movies. You run into someone in the grocery store and you're like, oh, let's fall in love. But there's these two facilities, movement Absolutely. and lost cycle yep. where you're getting a ton of, you know, are we turning into our, our gyms into dating pools? Like maybe. Let's let's let's, uh, let's shoot the idea to Netflix. Yeah. Film in our locations. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. like start matchmaking members. Yeah. I love it. I think that'd be good. We'll I have like, it. you know, some of the movement strength people and then some of the lost people. They'll yeah. go into different classrooms. Classrooms yeah. will be dark, but kind of like we'll make it <laughs> almost a complete ripoff, but not. It'll be like make pods dim. Yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of see, but you can't really see. It'll just be it's like in between. The movement folks being like, so how many protein (laughs) grams do you have? Is that how you say it? How many rides do you do? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It'd be a good combo. I think there's something there. Yeah. You know what? Love is Blind is great. It's so great. What's that other one? And then we'll go. Uh, I think it might have been the last one we were talking about. The one where it's like you're dating someone and then you date someone else. Oh, (laughs) ultimatum? Yes. Yes. That was mess. I'm sorry. That's just... That to me is like you are just asking yeah. for, for for drama, obviously, and that's what they're hoping for. That one I don't know. Like I can't decide if these things are real. I don't know. Like I can't imagine going on with my husband and being like, let's just like date other people and like see <laughs> yeah. what happens. It's, it's like, wasn't it they're like uh, one person wants the other person to propose and they're not ready to propose oh, yet. Oh, so right, like, Well, right. here's the ultimatum. It's either you yes. propose to me or I'm dating someone else. I mean, I feel like That's- from a general sense, starting a relationship or continuing a relationship based on an ultimatum may Probably not a great not, idea. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that's the Call route. Call me crazy. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's a route you want to go where it's no. like you either marry me or peace. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> that may be how you feel. Yeah, but don't say it. if you project that out, like yeah, yeah. Stupid. that's stupid. Stupid. You just got to drop hints, like you know, if you want your partner to propose, you just got to like yeah, tell them. Like, <laughs> yeah, that kind of hint. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, are you interested in marrying me someday? You are. Okay, cool. Good yeah. chat. You know, not let's go on a Netflix show. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Cool, cool, cool. Until we get our Netflix Netflix show, Lost in Movements. Yeah. Uh, anything else before I let you go? You know what? I feel like we could keep this going forever, but we'll let people get back to life. Seriously, because I have like five other topics that we can go over, but we'll have to have a round three. That'll be round three. Yes. Oh, we can even record it in the new location. Oh my God. Yes. Our new location. Yes. Yes. I guess like lasting thoughts would be like, don't be hard on yourself, folks. You're going to see a lot of bullshit in the media. Yes. Filter through. I was telling my class today, block the haters. Be honest with yourself about what works for you. 
don't spend time on things that don't work for you and ask questions. Talk yes. to people. Now's a really good time to check out tons of different gyms because a lot of gyms are going to be offering like first ride free or introductory offers yeah. and things like that. Go check it out. See what you love. See what works for you. Yes. And start easy. Like yeah. your journey should feel easy at first. Yeah. Um, I always just think like the assault bike. So that machine upstairs. Yes. People will start on it. And they'll be like, oh, this is really easy. So then they'll go harder that's and then they'll me. die. Right? That's me on the assault bike. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. That's kind of like exactly how a fitness journey should be where it's like when you start off, it should yes. be easy and just like let it continue to be easy and yes. then gradually build. Don't go yes. out too hot. If for those who are getting into running and I do love running, I love to push the idea of running onto people because it is a, a cheaper modality. Yeah. If you have a pair of running shoes, like you can head out the door, you know, um, of course, to what scale that is for people changes. Yeah. Um, but running is a great effective workout that you can do on your own with minimal requirements. Um, and when I got into running, I would start with like the one-in-one method. Like I would run for a minute, walk for a yeah. minute, run yep. for a minute. And I would just keep scaling that eventually because I'm a music lover. It became, I'm going to run for a song and then I'm going to walk for part of a song and then I'm going to run for another song. And then eventually I just kept going with that. Yeah. But had I gone out of my house and been like, I'm gonna run 21 kilometers, first run out, yeah, no. I'd be in a body bag. Like it just wouldn't have worked. So Absolutely. yeah, scaling yourself there when it becomes easy to maintain, that's a great time to just like add on. Absolutely. Or build it up. Absolutely, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? No, what's your lasting thought? Nothing, you took all mine. Oh my God, look at us. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, well thank you so much for taking time. Thank you for having day. me. Yeah, anytime, round three coming up soon. Yeah.